welcome back to Watered Wednesdays. I'm your host, Catherine. Hey, and I'm a host, too. <laughs> My name is Allie. Hey, what's good? <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. <laughs> I, like, wrecked you. <laughs> we can't go on. We should just re- restart. Oh, we should. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Okay, no, We're this in. is fine. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's bye, good? Um, we got a lot more energy this time. We're ready. We're back. Um, today, we have a special episode for you. We're talking about dating. Ooh going on dates so we did marriage and now we're going to talk about dating and obviously we want to just start throw this out there by saying that we are married we are not currently in the dating world although you should always date your spouse yeah exactly and we have dated before before marriage at one point so we would love to talk about it um see if we can share anything with you guys today but before we go there um We're going to do a hot seat question, and the question is, what is the best date you've ever been on? Whoa. Um, Okay, so when I was thinking about this question in the last one minute and 31 seconds, um, no, I just think, for me, my best date is when we do, like, a handful of things. So, like, most recently, we would go to Bugsy's which is like a cool wing place in Warren, Michigan. Oh, gosh, I don't live there. Um, and then we would go to Target afterwards and just walk around. Um, and then when I was thinking back to like early dating, we would go eat. And then like at one point, you see this building outside. Jason and I went to the top of it before Top of the Ponch was opened to, um, yeah, just like a random room. Because Jason's like, let's break let's break rules and we're going to go in this room. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to get in trouble. Um and we, like, went in to the top of the building, and then we were just, like, looking out of the city. It was, like, a night they were going to do fireworks. Um, and then we got kicked out because that's what happens. Um, but I have a picture on my Instagram if you scroll back to 2014. Uh, but then we went to, like, my office, which used to be over there, and we watched the fireworks. So, like, for me, the best date is, like, a date that has many components to it, mm-hmm. whether it's, like, dinner and then doing some kind of, like, creative, like, the arts and crafts, like, we're painting together. Um, I just like time spent together that is like, maybe it's random. Maybe you're not expecting it. Um, mm-hmm. Like we don't always plan to go to Target after we eat, but that that spontaneity part of it, I really enjoy. I agree with that too. Yeah, I think my favorite was, uh, I feel like early on in dating, like Anthony and I used to just like always do yeah. fun things. Now we, my favorite <laughs> date now is like when it's unplanned, mm-hmm. like when it's just like, randomly we're out running errands and we're like let's go to the aquarium or like you know what I mean like it's fun when it's just like spontaneous like you said but I feel like my favorite day we ever went on um was when we first started dating and I was actually in the Middle East for six weeks on a mission trip so we were like long distance during that time and it was like we were still really new in our relationship so when I got back um Anthony had like a picnic basket all packed up and it it was like this cute little basket that his mom gave him it was so Mm. funny but he like brought it and we went to like a park and we just like ate on a blanket and like because we hadn't seen each other in six weeks yeah so that was super cute I love that I feel like that one just stands out in my memory as being a good one it's a really good one yeah so dating is super fun and super hard at the same time I don't know if there's a lot of things in life that are yeah and I feel like when we dated before marriage was what four or five years ago yeah so a lot has changed I think in the dating world like how it happens culturally that's very at least from what I hear from like my single friends and stuff yeah but what I do want to say is that I think that no matter how old you are what what year it is in the world I think there are some uh principles of dating that always 
apply. Yeah, for um, sure. Or will always be relevant. So yeah. that's kind of what we want to hit on today because I know that things are different now a yeah. little bit than they were when we dated. Yeah, that's true. A lot changes. Um, yeah, that's a good segue into don't hate on online dating. <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, I'm a, I'm a supporter of the online dating, um, having, having met Jason on Christian Mingle. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I've gave my, I've given my advice on that, so I won't go down that again, but, um, I, I will admit I've never been on like Tinder or anything like that. Like the new, the newer ones, because you know, we were already married by the time Tinder was a thing. Um, but I know Coffee Meets Bagel is one, and I don't know if that's, like, um, I don't know, you, like, meet for coffee, and it's not, like, a big deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's not. I'm, it probably still is. Don't. Okay, but it's not as pressured, right? It's not, like, it's more or less just, like, a meetup, and, like, I know one guy that was single we talked to who was, like, it's, like, practice dating, because mm-hmm. you don't ever have to, like, you know, meet them again, so. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that whole scene is something that I don't have experience in. So I've, I can't speak into it because I just yeah. don't know what it's like other than just from hearing my friends who talk about it. Yeah. Um, but I think, yes, yeah, so the etiquette there is so different. I know there's, thing, you know, rules and stuff that you uh, goes into it. But I think yeah. we just want to talk about, like, the heart of dating yeah. and what's going to be true no matter how you meet yeah. or when you meet. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I think part of it, like a good thing with dating, I just wrote down like a couple of things that came to my mind, but like, I think that something that's really important is just like completely being yourself because I know for me, like, and this just might be my personality type, but I'm very adaptable. So I can adapt to kind of like fit that person's personality that I'm with. Like, it's weird. I can like draw different parts of myself out depending on who I'm with. So like I might be with one person and I'm like adventurous and more exciting. And then I could be with another person and be more reserved. Yeah. So it's like, I think with dating for me, it was hard to kind of figure out like, am I really getting along with this person because I'm myself and they're there themselves? Or am I just kind of like fitting a mold to like get along with them? So it's not awkward. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. So I think it's important to, like, really just, like, go into a date being, like, okay, I know who I am. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. And I'm going to be that person regardless. And even if it is awkward, we this is know me. it's not going to work out. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Know? Yeah. Um, and I remember right before I met Jason or, like, went to go find him because we did a hunt at Eastern Market, um, I had this prayer. I was actually going through Lisa Turkhurst's um Un, ooh, I can't remember. Un, Uninvited? Uh, no, it was it was before that. Um, unglued, that's what it was. It was like reactionary or whatever. But she had this prayer in there, and I like sat in my car and like prayed this prayer, and it was like, I like formatted it so it sounded like I was like, God, like you're in control of all of this, and I'm. I was like super nervous, and then after I prayed, I felt like so much calmer. So oh, good. I just yeah, like um, definitely pray about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's helpful. Like before a date, pray and just yeah. be like, God, like you know who here's I am. This that's, temptation yeah, that's that I, I have. Was, mm-hmm. Can you help me be myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think like even like having those hard conversations too. Yeah, I put that down. Have the hard conversations. Yeah, like don't shy away from it because I know. Maybe not on the first date, but <laughs> yeah, I just I know for me when I was dating that was a thing. It's like. Because if you're at dinner with someone and you all of a sudden, like, start talking about something hard. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to speak your mind because you're like, well, shoot, we got to finish this meal and get home and this could be awkward. Yeah. Um, But I think it's just so worth it because 
What do you stand to lose? Like not speaking your mind and then they're going to find out later down the road. Or they don't and then you're miserable. Yeah. So I think it's just so important. Just go there. Yeah. Don't be scared. Like. Yeah. Be brave. Be yourself. Have courage. Just say what, what's true to you, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, I think another one is um, it's not so much about finding the one but becoming the one. I know we've mentioned that before, but it's like. Yeah. If you want to find a certain person, a certain woman, a certain man that you want to be with, um, you need to start becoming that person yourself to attract that person. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a question from a friend, um, and it kind of goes into like what you were just saying about meeting people. She asked, how can you convince your married friends to hang out? And how do you ask to be introduced to their single friends without it being awkward? Mm. Um, and I think, my short answer to that is community, right? Just like, um, if you're like a community group is a good way to do that. Um, and I don't know, I maybe just like be curious about, you know, like one-on-one just be like, Hey, Catherine, do you have any like single guy friends or like, have you, maybe it's asking your married friend, like, Hey, have you like thought about my relationship status lately? (laughs) Maybe that's like a weird, but it, it brings up the conversation of like, um, I think it's hard to say, I want to be married still. Like, I know I'm 37, but, like, my heart's still, you know, and that's vulnerable. That's intimate, even to confess to your friends, right? Right. So maybe that's where it starts, like, getting honest with yourself and then getting honest with your friends. And then they're not only, like, maybe looking at their their repertoire, like, who they have, like, their friends, but they're also praying for you in that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they're bringing that community aspect of, like, I got you. Like, I'm going to pray. And then it just makes it all the more beautiful when it happens because it's like, I'm committing to praying for you. Yeah. So. I know. I always, I, a lot of times, like, when I have single friends, like, if I, or if I know of, like, some single guys and then I have, like, my girlfriends that are single, like, I'll try to make a party happen where they all come because in my head I'm like, well, this is a chance they can meet. And then it's so funny because I'm always, like, looking in the corner, like, (laughs) watching them, like, (laughs) seeing if they're getting along. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't worked yet, but I mean, hey, yeah. maybe try. we should just throw a big party and invite all of our single friends yeah, to together. Every, all of our friends. I always want to put conversation starters like on the table, like talk about this random topic. Like, <laughs> yeah. how many pets have you had? Or, you know, like, yeah, just kick it, kick it off. You but know? it's so cool. Cause it's like, God is just so in charge of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because sometimes the timing's not right. Sometimes people miss each other and they don't meet. And it's like, God was behind that, right? Yeah. I think. For sure. Um, so sometimes like we think that two single people we know would be perfect for each other, but God knows yeah. they're not and they yeah. don't meet and it doesn't happen and it is what it is. But and, yep, God knows better than we do. So Yeah. I actually wrote um something else down to that I heard at a seminar one time. Um it said, guard your heart from sin and not from love and pain. Hmm. And I liked that because because I'm a four. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. Um, I but like, there is a difference. But I liked it because I think sometimes, like, especially when you feel burned, like, if you've been in a few relationships and it's really hurt you, I think it's easy to start dating and really be super guarded. And it's really hard to let your walls down. Yeah. And you start trying to guard yourself from love and pain. Like, you don't want to experience the pain, so you start hindering the love that you share and give to someone. Yeah. But I think this is encouraging us to say, you know what? I am going to love this person. It's more about giving than getting in this moment. And I'm going to just, like, 
love them with proper boundaries as a friend, as a person, sure. as a, a brother or sister in Christ. Yeah. But what you need to guard yourself from is like the sin. So anything that's sinful or impure or unholy, guard yourself from that, but don't guard yourself from the love. Yeah. And therefore the possible pain. Mm-hmm. And I know that's really tricky. Yeah. But you won't have love without the potential for pain. And so you just kind of have That's to the risk. trust. Yeah. Yeah. You got to take some risks, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think that's a good one because I, I know that it can be hard when you, like I said, you've been burned or things just haven't been working out. It can be really easy to put those walls up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jason gave some advice. I asked him last night when I was talking to him yeah. about it. Um, he said, he said, don't spend all of your time and thoughts on this person. And I really liked that um, because it kind of goes back to what you were saying about like being yourself. And um, I think if you're obsessing, there's actually a song, um, Mike Mains and the Branches is a band that I really like. And they have a song called Lady Love. And the lyric in there is, um, Lady Love, what have we become? If you're the center of my universe, then um, what is left when you're gone? And for me, when I was dating Jason, it was like a good reminder to like always have God first and then, like, Jason's, like, extra, you know? Yeah. Because, like, Be your identity. Be complete and whole on your own. Yeah. Yeah. So I really mm-hmm. like that song. <laughs> Plug for Mike Mains in the Branches, but. I think that's so good. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it'll just set your foundation better, too, for dating mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question that I someone asked me. How do you know when it's the one? Oh, so when you're dating, yeah. how do you know that it's the person you want to be with? If you want to be married or you feel called to marriage yeah um for me it was a an affirmation in many places like it wasn't just like one day and I was like oh but it was like my continual relationship with God was getting better as well as like moments with Jason were like peaceful and stuff and I mean actually Jason and I six months into our dating we kind of had this like week off um and I was kind of like broken in that time just like no, I think I made the wrong decision here. I think, I think that's the, like, I don't know. I I felt like that was like the person that was my person. Mm -hmm. So it took me, I'm, I don't know if you know, if you've gleaned from these podcasts, but I'm a person of extremes. So like, I'll go from one to the other. Um, so I was like, oh, I think we should just be friends. But then like, I was like, okay, no, that was terrible. And the worst. And please pretend I didn't say that, but it was really good for him to know that like, that's me. Like, I, I'm, I'm a person of extreme. So yeah, and he was like patient with you. Yeah. Yeah. In being yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So claws and all. Yeah. Bless him. He's <laughs> just love him. But yeah, no. So, and it's, and it's affirmation, right? So if your relationship with the Lord is growing and you're, you're interested in this person continually, um, that's another part. Jason said, like, take your time, go on many dates, you know? Um, don't, I mean, don't go on the first date and be like, yep, this is the person, mm-hmm. you know? Cause you've got to give it time. Yeah. What about for you? So too. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, when people say like, you know, when you know. Yeah. And for me, that's what it was like. I just, I felt different with Anthony than any other relationship I had had before. Um, I kind of what you were saying. I just like always, like I had a piece about it. Yeah. That was different. Like I think in previous relationships, I was always unsure. Like I was always like this person's great. They're everything I want on paper, but, but, but there was always that, but, or that question mark. And Anthony was the first time that I just didn't have it. And it was strange and I didn't understand it. Like I I would pray about it because I was like, 
what this Lord, is. what is this the right person? I, I think it is. Right. Because I don't have those questions. Um, right. And yeah, just the continual affirmation, I think, from the Lord yeah. really started building my confirmation that I, I was right in feeling that. Um, so I think like uh, my answer is still, you just know when you know, and I hate, I hate that. Like as a single person, I hated that, but I think it, it was what happened with me. But I also think it's like, not only when it's the right person, will you know, but when it's the right time. Yeah. Cause I think sometimes like, especially if you've been dating since like college or high school, sometimes it can be the right person, but maybe not the right time yet. Right. And so I think it is different for everyone. Like you might be with the right person right now and maybe you don't know, but maybe it's just because it's not time to get married yet. Right. But I would just say like continue to like ask God Mm -hmm. and ask him to show you things and reveal things to you. And I think he will give you those confirmations along the way. Exactly. Yeah. I would completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Another question is, should a woman ask a man out? How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's my answer. Is I like, think do why it. not? And especially <laughs> if, if, like, at first, like, it's... Like, maybe you just make it more of, like, a hangout friend type of thing. Yeah, or, like, group things, Yeah, right? or, like, like, just, but, like, let him know, like, hey, I'm interested. Like, I'd love to hang out. Ooh. <laughs> and then, like, if as you hang out, maybe... <sighs> Okay, sorry, my thoughts are going so fast. <laughs> I think it's totally fine for a woman to ask a man out, but I do think that at a certain point, you got to make sure he has some initiative too. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like when you look at a biblical layout for marriage, mm-hmm. the man is the leader of the home as he's submitted to the Lord and then mm-hmm. the wife submits to the man. And so just like making sure like, is this someone I can yield to and submit to and like respect and trust. Yeah. And if you're always the one taking the initiative or always the one leading the way, yeah. Then like, that's going to be hard to re realign with that. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. Um, and I, and I think for me, it was like, I winked at Jason first. He knew I was interested online, you know, like it was a yeah. matter of like, Hey, like I'm here. If you asked me out, I'd probably say yes. You know? Totally. And I think it's fine. Like, I think it's totally fine for a girl to be forward and direct about how she feels. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's 2019. So yeah. And like, yeah, I think it's okay to ask a guy out on a date. Like I, I'm not against any of that. I just think at the heart level yeah. at a certain point, you want to see in a man that he can take the lead. Yeah. I would agree with that. And not always. Like, he doesn't always have to do everything. I'm not saying that. But, like, you just want to see that that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Because you don't want to be the girl at the end of the day, like, always, like, having to drag the guy along either and be like, yeah, come on, step up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not fun for anyone. It's not fun for him to feel emasculated. It's not fun for you to be bossy all the time. Right. Yeah. I got really good advice um, from a pastor in Saginaw when I was up there um he said to me no matter what the man the man drives the relationship because at the time I was like dating a non-believer and I was like new in the faith so I was like what do I do do you think that he could maybe be a believer one day and um that was basically one of the big points for me was like at the end of the day like the man drives the relationship like you know kind of what you're saying like the yielding and the submitting and um you I don't know Everyone's got their lessons to learn. And that was a big lesson for me. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, Something else that this seminar talked about, too. I actually feel like I should just read through all of these real quick. Yeah, it's really good. It's talking about, like, um, 
focusing on what type of woman am I becoming? So this is like if, if you're a woman out there dating. And then I'll do the guy part too, but the woman part's longer because females are maybe <laughs> more complex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, so um, one of them is just recognizing that God expects me to be in control of my thoughts, feelings, and choices, not others' thoughts, feelings, and choices. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes to kind of what you were saying or what Jason said about like not letting that person consume your thoughts. Like yeah. when they make choices in dating that hurt you or that you're unhappy with, it's not in your control. Right. Like all you can do is be in control of how you respond to that. So like, the other one is, my response is my responsibility and reveals who I am. You don't cause me to be the way I am. You reveal the way I am. Mm. So like how often like in dating has something happened and you're like, well, like this person's causing me to be an anxious person. Right. And it's like, actually, no, they're revealing that you have the ability to be an anxious person. Yeah. But, but it's not they're on not them. the reason you're anxious right now. Yeah. So I think it's in, in dating when you start seeing things to be like, oh, wow, like this person's just revealing what's already going on with me. Maybe I need to focus on that. Wow. Um, That's I thought, powerful. I, I love thought that. that was pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, the other one is respect others. No, without emotionally withdrawing or punishing. So sometimes, you know, if people disappoint you, it can be easy to, like, stop texting them for the day. Yeah. You know? But mm-hmm. that's emotionally withdrawing or punishing as opposed to just being direct and open and honest. Yeah. That's um, a good one. And then uh, the next one goes into, like, um, how to encourage the man. So this one is men will grow as you encourage them to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, to some degree, he will become who you tell him he is. Demonstrate unconditional respect, so show freedom to fail, um, and then fight performance. Mm. So, like, think, like, instead of being perfect, think more like when I give grace, God will bless. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of good. Then, like, for the guy, thinking about what type of guy am I becoming in dating, you just want to be someone who shows up, initiates, and leads. So the way to do that is be present. It's so much shorter. That's I know. Really <laughs> um, be present and be intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, there is one more. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I had to for flip the, the page. <laughs> yeah. Um, have a vision for where you want to go. Mm, that's so important. Yes. Um, and then be one who sacrifices. Cool. Will you read those for the guy again, the first two? Yep. Um, be one who shows up, initiates, and leads. Okay. So underneath that, be present, be intentional, mm-hmm. have a vision for where you want to go, mm-hmm. and be one who sacrifices. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yep. There's this idea, um, and I pulled this quote from A Grief Observed by C.S. Lewis, an unhappy man wants distractions. Um, and I think, like, sin, not maybe not sin, but, like, We'll just use distractions as, like, the word. I think for a man, it's really easy to, like, entertain distractions versus knowing where you want to go, right? So you can distract yourself with, like, video games and stuff and other things. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. a lot of what guys do these days. And I think you're, like, missing the point. You're missing the the direction you're supposed to be moving in with your life. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, an unhappy man wants distractions. You don't want to confront your pain. You don't want to... You don't want to love because you know you could feel the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for us ladies, I think looking at that as like a perspective 
um, to give more grace to the guys because it's a lot of pressure. And I mean, a lot of the times guys are like, you know, don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just praying for them to be brave, you know? And I think it's good to um, pray for your spouse, even if you like don't know where they are, you know, or like who they are, but like praying for them to like get brave and get like, be the person that, you know, that you want to meet. And maybe there's steps they need to take to get there. I love that. Yeah. Just start praying for them now. Like, you're right. Like if they're lost in a, in a space where like they're not stepping out or putting themselves out there, yeah. pray for them, pray for their heart. And I mean, we, we live in a generation where like we want constant stimulation. So like, unfortunately that comes in the form of like video games, even like porn, like it's, it's destroying the way we date because yeah. you have all this stuff that fulfills for a moment, yeah. but doesn't supply long-term. Yeah love oh that's heavy yeah but it's so true it is true it's tough um okay i have here's another question how do you know if you've set the bar too high or too low (laughs) (laughs) um yikes can you provide context for that question like what do they mean um no i can't (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, if you've set the bar too high, like your standards are too high, you go on a date, you're like, oh, this oh. happened. If your standards are too low uh, and you just, wow. you're just happy anywhere. Okay. I think we've kind of addressed if your standards are too low. Yes. You'll, you'll allow yourself to just mesh with anybody, right? Like, yep. you're just like, I'm going to make this work because I want to be in a relationship. Yep. I think, yeah, to avoid having your standards be too low, I think before you date you should have a clear idea of what you want and what you won't compromise on. Because the problem is when you do start dating, your heart can get really wrapped up in it Mm -hmm. that all of a sudden you can't see the red flags or see the things that are happening clearly because you have rose-colored glasses on. So I would say if you're out there and you're not with someone right now, Mm -hmm. take the time to just like really process with the Lord what you want in a man. Yeah. In your life. Or a woman. Because it's going to be okay. a life. It's yeah. It's a life decision. And really just like process and think it through. And then it will help a little bit better because as you're meeting people, you'll know now there is a chance you set the bar too high. And I think th- with that, I think it's just, you just can't expect perfection. Everyone's going to have flaws. Mm-hmm. So maybe when you start noticing flaws, take a step back and say like, okay, you know, are these realistically flaws I can deal with for the rest of my life? Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're going to be annoying. Everyone's flaws are annoying to your spouse. Yep. But is it something that you can have grace for right. and patience with and, yeah. and deal with and love them despite it? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think if you if you start noticing flaws and you're like, oh, there's a flaw, gotta go, bye, <laughs> then you're never going to end up with someone because yeah. there's always going to be a flaw yeah. or multiple flaws. Yeah, I love that you're saying the word flaws a lot because when Jason and I were dating, there's a song by Bastille, which is the first concert we went to together, and they have a song called Flaws. And Jason and I loved it because we both knew we were flawed, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it was like a mesh of like, we're just flaws and all of your flaws are going to mess with my flaws and... We're just flawed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a funny Love. word, but Bastille does have a song if you're interested in flaws. We should call, the, call this episode Flaws. Flaws. It's a weird word when you say it a lot. Yeah. It sounds a lot like floss. Floss. Flaws. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think another thing with dating, too, this would be um, my advice. And, so, okay, if, when, when I'm giving advice here, I feel weird because some of these things I learned from doing it wrong. Yeah. Dating. 
right? It's good to put some, that in there. Some things I did right, some things I did wrong. So, like, I'm not sitting here saying, like, whoa, Catherine, perfect I'm over married, here. so I did dating really no, good. yeah, I messed up a ton, which is yeah. why I feel like I'm sharing some of these things. But, like, um, I would say a big thing for dating, too, is, like, date with other people like don't always isolate be isolated in your relationship because I think when you're with others and with other friends and family and stuff like that things can get exposed better than you learn more that way yeah or like maybe there is something happening that you're not seeing and like your friends and family will be like uh do you know who (laughs) does this is that okay with you right or like or they can or it can be vice versa. Maybe you are. Do you have your bar set too high, and your friends and family can bring you down to earth a little bit and be like, he's "No, fun. it's not he's a big deal. The They're great." Yeah. yeah, you know. So I think that it's good to be around other people because they can help you see things in the proper perspective too. Yeah, yeah, that worked for my relationship because I had my nana to lean on a lot, and she was like, "No, like what? A, like think about it from like this perspective." Because she's a very relationship oriented person, so mm-hmm. she automatically gave grace where I was just like, "Nope." Yeah. So exactly. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, and one of the things I wrote, like group dates are cool too, like group hangouts. It's always cool to, um, cause you, you never know what questions other people are going to like ask your person and then you're going to learn more about them. Right. I just, I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and like seeing how they interact with other people too. Um, so group dates are fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I do want to touch on, um, I mean, thinking like scripturally, um, relationship and the fact that we're like created for a relationship by a relationship. Is that weird? But like the Trinity, like when God created the world, like father, son, Holy spirit, they were all there. And like when we were created, created in the image of God, um, we're created for a relationship. And I just, I think that's important. It's important to remember that like the, the enemy is going to use distractions and he's going to use, um, flaws to like separate relationship um, but at the end of the day, like, that's what we're made for. We're made for relationship. Yeah. And they shared this at church last week. I know you were there. Um, but she was talking about how, like, when God created man, he said, it's not good enough. Mm. Like, and then he created woman. It's not good for man to be created alone. Yeah. yeah. Because um, woman completes the image of God. So, like, yeah. God or man is made in the image of God. So is woman. And we're different, mm-hmm. but we carry different elements of God's character and who he is yeah. in our essence. And so I love that because it's like, even as you're dating or even being married too, like I, Anthony yeah. and I both loved hearing that because we're like, oh my goodness, like it's so true. Sometimes even just being man and woman, we butt heads because yeah. it's like, we just see things differently. And we were like, oh my goodness, like when we reject each other for that, we're rejecting a piece of God yeah. and who he is. Yeah. Because it's like... I just see things as a woman sees things and I just want Anthony to understand that sometimes and right. vice versa. But it's like, whoa, like he's a different reflection of God. Yeah. The pieces of God that I don't have. And like, I want to embrace that, not push that away. Right. Um, so it was really good. I yeah. liked that. And even for dating, remembering that too. Yeah, that is really good. Um, I learned something this week um, and I just want to share. Um, it has to do with expectations, which we all have. Um, but it was that you can't hold expectations and gratefulness at the same time, which I was like, whoa. And it's kind of just been like a thing that I've been like, cause gratefulness is good, right? Like you want to be grateful. You want to be thankful. You want to appreciate the things. But then when you're, when you have expectations of someone, you can't really be like grateful for them at the same time. So, wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 
Okay, like, here's my question for you. So how do you get rid of your expectations without losing respect for what you deserve? Whoa. Gratefulness. <laughs> I think answer. that's the answer. You know? Yeah. I think that is a really good answer. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Um, I, like I do that. have some more resources while, as we're wrapping up. Um, just some, like, books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Jason and I were, when we, we were dating, and then we joined a singles ministry because we didn't have community because we had both come to the area and we were like, how do we make friends? Um, so we were reading these two books, Captivating, um, and then for the girls. I can't remember who wrote that. Eldridge, maybe. Stacy Eldridge. Okay, yeah. And then for the boys, it was Wild at Heart. So we were reading those books at the same time. Um, so that was just cool to like learn about, like um, like you were saying, the the role as a woman and then like the role as a man or like how we're both the image of God and how we both like want different things. Um, so those two books are really interesting if you haven't looked at those. And then I also have some sermons um, to listen to if you're like, if you like want to learn more. Um, so one is from the Village Church down in Texas. Um, that sermon series is called The Beautiful Design and that's about like, kind of the same thing like women are created this way men are created this way how do we make relationship work um and then the final one I have is um also a sermon from Andy Stanley down at North Point Church and it's the new rules for love sex and dating so loved that really really helpful for for just getting wisdom you know for me and processing when I was dating and you know I really liked what you said about writing the things um, that you that you want in a spouse or, like, what you're looking for. Like, in my head, if I were to do that now, I'd get, like, this fancy paper <laughs> and I would, like, write these things and then I would revisit it, right? Like, mm-hmm. if I'm dating someone, maybe it's six months later and you're like, do they match up with these things? I think mm-hmm. that's a great idea. Yeah, and honestly, like, I don't think it has to be... I mean, I know people who've been very specific with their requests. Mm-hmm. Or not requests, but, like... <laughs> God, I will take. It could take. be, yeah. Like, yeah. have not because you ask not, so, like, might as well ask. Yeah. But, like people who've been like super specific and like God really did provide like most of those things if they weren't trivial, if they were like real. Yeah. Um, but your list also doesn't have to be very long. It can be like two things. It can be like loves the Lord and really likes football. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, like it doesn't (laughs) have to be crazy, but I just think it's good to know yourself and what you really need out of someone. Um, yeah, and that comes with knowing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to know who you are to know what you need. Right. Yeah. And ultimately, God will know what you need better than you do. So yeah. submitting to that. When he provides then... that person, if he provides that person, not everyone is called to marriage, but um, if he does bring that person into your life, like, just, like, continually, like, seeking his guidance and wisdom over that relationship to know if it is right. Mm-hmm. Um there's like some closing remarks from this little sermon thing I went to um, or conference. Can I, I want to, when we close up, um, I want to do like our best piece of advice. So would this be your advice or do you? Okay, good. Okay. I I just wanted to check in. Um, This one says just to kind of like sum up some of the things I already shared, but um, men take risks, show up, initiate lead. No one else can or will do it for you. And women um, soften your hearts Give up trying to control others and ask God's spirit to give you self-control in becoming tender, empathetic, and encouraging. Mm, become that Proverbs 31 woman. Mm-hmm. Love that. That was one of my goals for this year was to be an encouraging wife. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been rough. 
No, I mean, but it's like, it's something that I keep coming back to and like reading and being like, oh yeah, like what am I doing to like get this? Oh my gosh, it's so tough. Like, um, yeah, it is tough. It is tough. I recognize like being married, I'm just like, feel like I see my ugliness so much more. Mm -hmm. Like even just this morning. So um, I was sleeping in a little bit and Anthony like rolled over and was like, aren't you? going to podcast <laughs> and I was like annoyed that he like confronted me about it so I was like yeah I have time okay <laughs> it's not like Napoleon Dynamite I know and then yeah, like no. as I was getting dressed like when I dig it up I was like why was I just so mean like yeah no, I didn't for no need reason. to be like he was yeah. just asking a simple question like he was actually being helpful he was he was like aren't you getting it? and I was like yeah okay I know <laughs> I know the voice in my head is reminding me too thanks yeah, like, why is everyone a- why is everyone against me today? yeah it was Anyway. But, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> tangent. why, Catherine? Anyway. Yeah. It's, um, it's hard. The answer is flaws. Yep. Um, so do you have a best, in closing, do you have a, a best piece of advice for those who are single and maybe want to date or are already dating, or what is your advice? No pressure. Um, do you my, want me to give mine first? <laughs> I, ha- I think I have two. So okay. my first one is this. If you are a Christian and you love the Lord, and you want to be with a Christian spouse or someone who loves the Lord the way you do, don't compromise. Mm -hmm. I think it can be so easy. And I've seen this in single friends of mine who just say, I'm just so tired of waiting. There are no Christian guys out there. Mm -hmm. And they start, they're wanting to compromise now because they're like, they're just not there. Mm -hmm. I guess my whole thing is like, don't compromise that. Don't compromise on the things that are super important to you. Like keep holding on because I think it is so important to find people who are on the same page as you um, with the things that really matter to you. I mean, maybe, uh, you know what I mean? Like if, if it is like, you know, fit, being physically fit or like spiritually fit, like if those things are important to you, like hang on to someone who cares about those things too, because it will only get harder mm-hmm. and you, you don't want to compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say like, don't compromise. But then, like I said before, like if you're trying to find a Christian spouse, get really involved in churches or mm-hmm. really seek out those things that are going to like be attracting that type of person you want to be with. Cause that, those are the ways you're going to meet the, that person. Yeah. That's um, what you're passionate about. Your passion will show on your face. It will. My second thing is, um, the love dare. It's a book. Um, and it's kind of like a challenge, a daily love challenge. So every day it will give you, um, a verse and then just kind of challenge you to something. So one of the things is like, um, who's this by, by the way? Oh, uh, um, good question. <laughs> a secret. Kendrick. Anna Kendrick wrote a book. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what the first name. It just says Kendrick. Is it on the title page? Nope. Wow. But Kendrick. anyway, look up the love dare. Just Google it. Um, but like day six, I'm on day six right now. It says love is not irritable, which I already... <laughs> there you were. <laughs> was already irritable today. But Aww. anyway, it could just be like a good way to like... Remind. You know, if you're trying to be a more encouraging person or whatever, this can be a good way to keep you accountable to it each day. Love that. I have heard about the love day. That's really cool. Yeah. But I don't know who wrote it. Kendrick. Um, I would say my best advice is be patient. Take your time. Um, I don't know because, and like maybe go on the second date, you know, mm-hmm. be patient and have grace because um, it's tough. Everybody's real, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's got, everybody's got their stuff and, um, yeah, 
And, and I think it's a lot to say, like, if you're already dating someone, you know, don't jump to conclusions. Be patient in the moment. Be patient with yourself. You know, you're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, just be patient altogether. So. Can I ask one last question? Yep. Um, and do you think there's a time frame? Like, if, if you've been dating for X amount of time and you are unsure about that person? Mm. Well, if you're unsure... I mean, if you don't have peace about it, I mean, mm-hmm. is that a red flag, you know? Yeah. I would say I would say peace is super important because God will give you that when it's a green light on his end, I think. Yeah. Not saying it's not going to be hard or there's going to be ambiguity or it's going to be not picture perfect because he yeah. never promised us that. Yeah. But I think he will give you an inner peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're unsure, um, like when I was dating like the non-believer, like... I kept coming back to, like, I'm unsure, and I kept seeking wise counsel. And at the end of the day, like, that person, like, God gave me the strength to, like, separate myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So just, yeah, continue to, like, seek God's will for your life and continue to seek um, if this is really his best for you. Yeah. So. Amen, sister. Okay. All right. Well, we hope you guys found this um, helpful. Yeah. And, um yeah yeah check us out yeah check us out on instagram if you're not following us um at watered wednesdays or send us an email if you have any feedback we'd love to hear from you stay watered